Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and I got a three-pronger today. It's going to be pretty brief, but I think to the point. The first thing I want to talk about is the self-employed. I've talked about it before, but Fannie Mae's is tightening it up. I think on December 14th, they're going to go ahead and require. Now, get a load of this. If you're self-employed, you not only got to have your personal and corporate returns, which is normal for two years, and they want a profit and loss. So like if we're doing a mortgage in December of 2020, they want your 18, 19 personal and corporate returns. They want you to provide a profit and loss statement, which, you know, it's pretty easy to do. You can do your own. It's unaudited. So you can just, you know, work it the easy, I, it's easy to do. And then before they wanted to have two months business bank statements, now they want you to have three months of business bank statements. That's Fannie Mae. That's the government. Those are the ones buying the loans, right, from the lenders, wherever you go. So they want three months. Well, my goodness gracious, if you've got a lockdown, no lockdown, then you're back to doing a lockdown again. Well, that's a little difficult. I would imagine if you're in California, Ohio, New York, Pennsylvania, you got issues. But Florida, we got a great governor, got great things going on, and our doors are open. So real blessed about that. But just praying for all the people that uh, are working and, and can get their businesses up and running with their uh, being self-employed and, and praying for you. Now let's get on to another topic. Let's talk about the disclosures. And again, I'm, I'm going over it again. I'm kind of doing a three-pronger, but they're all very important. Uh, you had to learn about Fannie Mae because Fannie Mae just said, hey, we want three months of business bank statements. So they're looking at your last three months. Doesn't matter if you had a killer 18, 19. Doesn't matter if you started off great for the first four months of the year, but they want your last three months of bank statements. So they're looking like right now for December, you're looking at September, October, November. So you got to have activity and business going in there. They want to see those deposits to make sure that you're like solvent going forward. Haven't missed a beat. And I think that's... Uh, challenging at best to have to do that. And then, so now we're talking about disclosures. You know, when we do your loan application and we do that loan application up front, and I send that package to you electronically, we go through all the numbers. And then obviously we'll deduct some things like, you know, over title charges or appraisal fee coming off or a survey or things of that nature. So we go through the deposit and all that. But now what happens is once that loan goes into underwriting, the Dodd-Frank, they require that disclosures must go out. So the lenders are sending out disclosures all throughout the process when they're touching your loan. Well, that's wonderful that you get disclosures, but if we're like in December, November, and you know we're collecting for 11, 12 months of taxes, they're not showing the seller credit of those taxes. And they don't show the updated deposit that you gave, they don't show the credit for the appraisal. And, oh, hey, by the way, you shopped your insurance and you beat my quote, you got a lot less. But it doesn't show that either because they're just generics. 
I welcome your phone call each and every time. You know, with the massive amounts of business we've been blessed with, which I'm really grateful for, we have to, you know, take every call and then we go over it. And it's kind of like, for me, it's just repeating. So I just decided I've just got nothing but love and gratitude every time you call to go over it to tell you that they're not right. And, you know, it's kind of a bummer because I've got to get you to sign them. And, you know, it's kind of like, it's that, remember I told you in prior podcasts and videos, trust me, that's kind of crazy. But remember, they're just disclosures with the lender. I'm not saying trust me at the closing table with it being different. I'm just saying during disclosures, you have to sign them and acknowledge them in order for that to get to the title company. And believe it or not, you have to do that three days prior to closing the lender to meet the Dodd-Frank bill. You have to have the disclosures go out. And that's three days before closing, you're going, oh, these numbers are really wrong. And, and they are each and every time. I've never had one that was right because of the credits that they don't put on there. They spit them out and then leave us the originator to go say, well, you have to sign it because we can't get it to the title company to give you real numbers. That sounds messed up, person, between you and I. But that's what I do each and every time. And I feel weird doing it. But if you're like adamant not to do it, well, you're not closing. It's kind of the deal. So with that being said, once it gets to the title company, you should be able to get your CD one or two days prior to closing, not the day of, so that you can see the numbers are real, everything's there, and everything going forward. So we really stress that. And you know that the disclosures, disclosures, disclosures are all generic through but please call your loan officer. I get people that will call me the next day and say, I didn't sleep last night. I didn't want to bother you. It was like nine o'clock. I got these disclosures. Just call. I go to bed at 10. After that, everything's shut off. But just call. Let me know. Let's get through it. Let's talk about it. Let me take you off the ledge and know that the numbers will be what they are. You know. And the only thing that really changes on a good faith estimate from A to Z is really your homeowner's insurance, right? It's what you get. And we you know we give you like different insurance carriers, can't tell you to go to one, but give you different insurance carriers that have 27 different people. So you should be able to get in line. And you, know, you should only, you know, if there's anything different, maybe 100, 200 bucks, but you should always be coming in less than what we quote you because we overestimate like on the title charges and things of that nature. So just sharing with you on that, we just wanna make sure that you know that the disclosures during the process are just generic, they're not tuned up, and they're not updating anything, like we talked about. Hey, I got my insurance for 1600 not the 2000 you quoted. All right, well, that'll be at the closing. Hey, I paid for the appraisal. Hey, what about that appraisal waiver that I got? Well, you don't have an appraisal. Well, it says on there, I say yes, but it won't be at the closing. So very legitimate things that you're asking for, it's just that it won't show up until the final CD, which is at the title company. Hey, we talked about last week loan limits going up. Pretty exciting news about conventional going up to the new loan limit. And you know that FHA, and I'm rounding, right? It was at 331. I think it's going like to 356, 562 or something like that. So another 20,000 increase due to the rising home prices. So that's been kind of nice because you remember there are FHA buyers, like there are conventional buyers. And you know, that FHA buyer, for whatever given reason, has to go FHA. You know, the bottom line is that the loan amounts increase to help offset or you know stay in line with the higher prices of the homes. So I hope you found this interesting and helpful information. 
again, I really just want to continue. Like I did three things into one little podcast and into one video. And, and the reason is there's so much information coming at us all the time. It's, it's a simple reminder. It's also a simple knowledge update and what's going on. And remember, my job is really just to teach you, to educate you, to prepare you. Whether you come to me for a mortgage or you're seeking someone else or going somewhere else or out of the state, I'm just here to help you and to give you direction and let you know that, you know, these are the things that are going on in our industry that's ever changing. So that's about it. Talked about the self-employed. God bless us. I'm self-employed. Three months bank statements. Profit and loss. And it's hard, by the way. And if you oh, and getting on that real quick before I say goodbye to you, a refi cash out self-employed, I'd rather get needles in my eyes. I'm going to stick, stick a fork in me. I mean, it's horrible. So a lot of work on those refi cashes out. And do you remember why a refi cash out is so unbearable, miserable, and hard? Anybody? Come on. We went over it in prior ones, but I'll refresh you. FHFA, the government, will not buy loans if you don't make the mortgage payment on a refi cash out. Everybody else in the ballgame's good. FHA, VA, purchases, rate term, refis, cash out, you're not going to get your loan bought. So if you do a refi cash out, you have a situation where you can't make the mortgage payment, you know, due to COVID or whatever's going on. Government says we're not buying it. Lenders stuck with it. How many can they do of those before we have a problem? So that's that one. So being self-employed is challenging at best. Bear with us as we go through the process and we'll get you done. I mean, it's, it's I'm going to say self-employed 45 days more. And it, it is really brutal. I mean, think about the processors and actually Think about the underwriters. You know, they just don't want them lingering around. They want the loans closed, but they've got to go through the new guidelines that are changing all the time. So they're in the situation where they have to do the same thing. So everybody's in the same deal. We all go through the pain together. We get you done. We get you closed and we get you to the finish line. Last little note. Remember, if you're doing a purchase, you're in my area. I'm coming to your closing. I'm sitting there with you. Uh, as living proof to tell you what I did up front, it'll be what it is it's closing. Thanks for tuning in to Didier Buying Florida. And I uh, just appreciate you listening to my videos. I've got like 30 hours in the last 30 days of people tuning in and listening to me. You know, I'm not going to talk about Bubba Shrimp. I'm not. I'm going to talk about mortgages, educate you, train you. Thanks you. Have a great week, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.